Okay, podcast episode, one question of the day, number four. Um, I have about uh, an hour and a half to my first meeting, hour and a half drive to my first meeting. Um, It's very early in the morning. Uh, I have not had any coffee, so if I sound like I'm half asleep, it's probably because I am. Um, good question today, though. Um, I'll give you a little more background on me. Um, it's it, it's it's a deep one, so and that's actually the title of the question. Um, but uh, it came up through actually. So this was on social media. It was on a different, couple different places because it's just like growth challenge thing that I'm doing. But it still counts. It was on social media. It was on the Facebook group page. Um, but it's a really good one. Give you guys some insight on on kind of who I am, the struggles I've went through, stuff like that, um, or at least um, aspects of it. So, question today is: I'll make sure I say this right. The deepest part of your story. So the question is: What is the deepest part of your story? And um, and really, what it what it relates to is your story from a sense of you know how'd you get to where you are now. Um, what's the, you know, what's the part that, that was toughest? Uh, so, um, you know, I would, I would challenge anyone listening to this to take some time and, uh, and ask yourself this question because it's a really good question. Um, and it's really, I mean, anytime you're trying to have growth for yourself and development with other people, um, you know, it's, it's a very in-depth look. It's, it's the easiest way to get people to open up and relate to you um, by sharing kind of your struggles because everybody has their own struggles and um, I think when you when you really look at it and you really get down to it all of our strugglers in one way or the other are somewhat similar um, so right, this is a, a good way to, to kind of uncover those and relate to each other um, so here's here's my story this will be a little bit longer but I got time um, so uh, so here we go so, I actually put a lot of thought into this last night. Um, you know, just to kind of give you a little bit of my backstory. So, I was, I'm from a place called Rock Hill, South Carolina, born and raised there. Um, was there until I was 18 years old. Uh, left, went back for a little bit, um, and then finally moved to Columbia, South Carolina when I was 20 years old. Um, got to Columbia, uh, really kind of hit a point where I had like no idea what was going on. I had no idea what I was doing. I, and from my inter- introduction episode, you, you remember some of this. Um, uh, I really had to find myself essentially. And, and kind of the things I went through with that were I had to understand who I was or begin to understand I think you kind of learn more about yourself as you go along I don't you know I I think that it's growth is is progression so I I do think you're always growing or you should be anyways and always learning about yourself and how you handle things um but uh through all these transitions that I went through of uh, I think if you listen to the first about losing weight and um kind of the different things the different paths went down uh, I really had to deal with, but not so much deal with, but just at least acknowledge what my biggest issues internally were. Um, 
so uh, it was it was going through that that kind of it really was the cornerstone for developing who I am now and and, and what I want to become in the future. Um, but uh, fun fact about me, um, I did not. Uh, I never finished college. I went to a uh, I went to a tech school for a year, um, and then I ended up doing an online school, an online finance program for I don't even know how long I did it, to be honest. Probably I, I think like two, maybe a semester and a half, a semester maybe. I don't really remember. Um, it was one of those four private schools. I was it was kind of a sham, to be honest. I mean, it, like I am not a good student. And I had a 4.0, just to put it in perspective. Like, the classes were, and I, and I assure you it was not a, like, I am, I am not a 4.0 student. I was never good at school. I'm a terrible test taker. I do think the online format ha- helped because it was, like, all the tests were open book, but it was very, like, it was, it was a little bit different. Um, so I think the format helped, but nonetheless, I'm not a 4.0 student. Never has, never would have been. I mean, when I got my securities license to be a financial advisor, it took everything I had, and I still had to retake two of the three, um, uh, two of the three licensing tests, to well, two of the four technically to get to get my license. Uh, I failed one by one point, and I failed the other one miserably because I took it three days after our maybe five days including the weekend after my daughter was born um uh, which was dumb because anybody that has kids that's listened to this knows that like you're sleep deprived pretty easily especially the, the, the the mom um you know feeding and all that stuff but even in those first you know that first bit of time the dad is too but but um so went in to take this ridiculous test um you know, on very little sleep, and I just, like, bombed it. Um, I always broke the cardinal rule of test-taking, which is changing answers. For that particular test, I, test, I probably I probably changed, like, 15 answers, and, I, and, like, I'm sure that's probably why I bombed it, or at least part of it. So, um, going back to, to the reason why I get it, got into that, one of the deepest things I've always had to deal with was uh, I never thought... I was smart enough. So I never thought I was smart enough to be successful. Um, I didn't know what level, I, th- I always, I, you know, I grew up like most people thinking that you have to have a certain level of education to be successful. Um, and that's, uh, and that was just what I dealt with. So I've had, and even now, I mean, I, you know, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I, you know, I'd never struggle with it anymore. I mean, some of the things you struggle with, like those are your battles and they're, you know, they're battles. I'm, I do a lot better with it. I know that. Um, but occasionally, I, you know, it'll come up, especially if I'm, if I'm talking to someone who has more education than I do and they're asking me for financial advice. Um, you know, if, if my education level comes out, um, you know, that can shy people away. So I don't go into it too much um, in that scenario, uh, just because of, of that. Even though that that's that's really inaccurate, um, you know, I, it, it should be really something that I, that I kind of wear as a, a badge, really. But 
it's not. It's just a tough thing for me. So that is, but by far, been one of my biggest struggles, and it really transitioned to not just not feeling like I was smart enough, but also feeling like I just, in general, was not good enough for a very long time. Um, uh, now this one, I've, this one I've gotten past a good bit, just because I, I have been successful in life. I've been successful in one career, working on um, success, having success in my second career. Um, but, uh, but it took me a very long time. I want to say I didn't really feel like I was good enough, just for lack of a better term, good enough, good enough, smart enough, so on, so on. Um, until I was about 25, um, up until that point, it was very much like, man, like I just, like, I'm like, I was working, I was working at a bank. Um, when I first moved to Columbia, um, I think I was making like $13 an hour. And if that's you in that situation right now, um, I promise you there's better things out there. If you'll just be willing to take a little, take a little risk, take, have some faith and take a step out. Cause I was sitting there and I genuinely thought for a long time, um, that was the best I was ever going to do. Cause I didn't have a college degree. Like it was just never going to happen. I just never felt like I was good enough to do anything more, make any more money. Well, I was very blessed, very fortunate for someone to come along. And also with my background, like, my, you know, my family was blue collar. We never had a bunch of money. Um, you know, my my parents, God bless them, but we just, money was never something we had an abundance of growing up. Um, so... I'll leave it at that, but, um, it was, uh, so, so I genuinely never thought like a six figure type income was, was even relatively possible. Um, and like I said, I was, I was fortunate and blessed enough that, um, while I was working at the bank, someone came along and said, and I was, uh, she was actually, so I was helping her with some stuff on the phone, um, uh, I, I worked in the member service center, which is like a call center where, you know, you could call in and ask questions about your accounts or whatever. Um, and I noticed that this lady that called in and was asking questions about her account had some, some, some pretty decent size deposits, like three, $4,000 at one time. And, um, I asked her, I was like, and I don't even know why I asked her. I'm probably like looking back, hopefully I don't get in trouble for saying this. I'm sure I won at this point. This was literally 12 years ago, 11 years ago. Um, but I don't even know why I asked her. I just did. I was like, what, you know, what do you do? And, uh, she started talking to me about it a little bit. And, um, she was like, you know, and I, I was throughout our conversation, I had like cross sold her on some stuff. If you know what cross selling is, um, you know, we had talked about some things that, that she was like, she told me about what she did. She ended up telling me about what she did about, Hey, um, you know, she worked for a company called Aflac, um, uh, Aflac insurance, the duck on TV, you've probably seen it. You know, it's a lot of, if you watch football, they're on a lot of college football stuff, but, um, Aflac insurance. And, uh, she was like, you know, you've, you've, you do, you have a good customer service. You did a good job, like selling me some stuff. You know, would you ever consider it? And here I am sitting over here, like, I'm about to have to tell this chick, I don't have a college degree, like, no way, um, and, uh, but, 
for some reason, I was like, I mean, I'll talk to him. You know, it's it's cool. Um, well, like, I ended up going to the interview, and uh, the dude I'm, I'm meeting with is like, it, I mean, we're talking, so this was 2011, late 2011 when this, this interview happened, and this dude had like a mullet, like old school, old school southern boy, um, but... His office was on the 23rd floor of the tallest building in Columbia, which isn't really saying much looking back, but it was cool then. Um, drove like an Escalade or something like that. Uh, uh, he had, you know, he, just, he was doing well. You can tell he was doing well. I'd seen this chick's bank account. I knew she was doing well. So this dude sells me on a dream so hard. And I tell people when they ask me, like, how did, you know, what made you start in that? And I was like, I was just dumb enough to say yes. Um, he was like, you know, yeah, you can make a six-figure income in your first year if you just work hard and yada, yada, yada. And I was like, sweet, man, sign me up. And he was like, you know, there's no limit on your, there's no limit on your paycheck and you can work whatever hours you want. Well, common sense, and a normal person would think, wait a second, I can work as many hours as I want, and I can make as much money as I want. What's missing? Like, why is everyone not doing this? Um, But uh, 20-year-old Andrew thought, sweet, this is a great idea. Like, let's do it. Like, let's let's do it. This is it. Um, I think I was 21 at this time uh, by this point. Uh, so I, so I jump all in. I'm like, yep, sign me up. I'm good. Let's do it. I'm, I'm in. So I would go, um, so it's, it's a, it's a 100% and here's the deal. It was a 100% commission sales job. Uh, I remember calling my mom and I was living, I was very thankful. If you remember the first episode, I told you I lived with my sister. I was very thankful, um, that my sister had given me a place to live, um, and, uh, so I was, you know, I was obviously talking to them every day cause we were living together. Um, my sister and my brother-in-law said, so I was like, um, you know, uh, I, I come home one day and after I meet with this dude and I'm like, Hey, I think I'm going to do this. And I started telling them about it and they were like, um, I was like, Oh, by the way, it's, you know, I tell them the job description or whatever and I'll get into that in a minute. And they're like, I was like, Oh, by the way, it is a hundred percent commission paid for performance, yada, 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 no benefits, nothing you're basically a contract worker. And of course my sister was like, okay. Um, I mean, my sister knew the me that, that was like, just had not really done much with myself. Didn't do well in school was, you know, she was obviously skeptical, but she was a cool sister and she didn't like say you're an idiot. Don't do that. Or maybe she did. It's been a long time. I really don't remember, but she was, she was supportive enough about it. I'll put it that way. Um, uh, and I called my mom and she was not, she was not having it. I mean, she was, she was, uh, she was like, are you sure you want to do a hundred percent commission? Like, you, you know, it, it, it's my parent, our parents, the, that, that generation particularly, they weren't, you know, the whole entrepreneurial type deal just wasn't like their deal. They were very much go to college, get a degree, find a good job, have security. So naturally to them, it was like, dude, what are you doing? Um, but nonetheless, I'm, I, if, if there, if you can describe me in with any one word, it's definitely stubborn. Um, 
I am a very stubborn individual. So I was like, nah, I'm doing it. I got it. We're, we're doing it. Um, well, I, I was. I think I've gotten better. I don't know. My wife can give you the update on that. But um, uh, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. Sign me up. Let's do it. So get my license, my insurance license. I actually passed that one on the first try. I was pretty excited about that. Um, I remember when I passed it, <laughs> I was sitting. If you've ever been in one of those testing centers where you can't make any noise, I had these headphones on so it's like to, to cancel out any noise that did happen. I was in my little booth, and um, I remember when I got the passing score, I was like that that like silent screamer. Like I I stood up and like like I was cheering for a, like a, my favorite football team had just scored, and I like threw my hands in the air, but I couldn't make any noise. So it was actually it was actually like I wish I could have filmed it because there was just so much emotion because I just passed this test on the first try. Um, that it was probably pretty entertaining to watch, um, but it was all silent. So, um, that was the funny part. But, uh, so I go through this deal and like, I mean, this job was no joke. I mean, it was, you know, and I'll get into the job aspect more of what I did, but it was straight cold calling. I mean, I had a Silverado truck and this was when gas was probably like three fifty a gallon. So I would literally go to a part of town. Columbia is a very spread out town. I'll go to a part of town and I'll go door to door to door it was all business to business sales so I was going to just local businesses door to door to door and I remember I would do like 20 25 in the morning I would eat a little sandwich in my truck at lunch then I go another do another 20 and 25 or 25 and then I would drive uh, back to Northeast Columbia where we live which is which was you know it wasn't in town by any means so literally like I made a point not to get my truck over 2,000 RPM because that optimizes, like, gas <laughs> whenever you don't rev the engine high. Um, you know, it burns less fuel. So, like, people behind me would be blowing the horn and all this stuff, and, like, I, I, but I didn't care. I was like, look, guys, unless you're going to put gas in my tank, then, like, go around me because I don't care. Uh, so um, anybody that just listened to this and, and you're like, oh, man, I think I knew that guy. I apologize um, if you got stuck behind me. But, uh, but, um, so, so that was, that was my deal. So that, that was, and I did that for, you know, a while. And I, like I said, I'll get into the whole career deal down the road, maybe. Um, if I don't have a question to answer on one of these episodes, <laughs> but, uh, but, um, so the, the whole point of that, of saying that was I was very fortunate and blessed, um, to, to, have the fear of feeling like I wasn't good enough, not quite be strong enough to tell me that I absolutely couldn't do it. And really what that stemmed from and the whole reason why I'm, I'm, I believe I'm successful today is, uh, real partially because it's, uh, you know, I I do believe it was a God thing. I, I do believe God puts you in situations to develop you. Um, I'm very thankful for my sister and brother-in-law because I would not have ever done it without them. Um, and I also, that journey I went through, if you listen to the first episode where I'd run every day and I lost 100 pounds, that taught me that I could do anything. That if I really just focused to put my mind to it and really like busted my tail, it, it's hard. Don't get me wrong, it's hard. And you will lose faith and you will get discouraged but you absolutely can do anything if you're willing to put the work into it and the time and the effort and all that good stuff. So I learned from losing that weight and running every day that, that things are possible. Um, 
So uh, it all stemmed from that. So that, that really gave me that extra bit of courage I needed to take a step out. But the fear inside of me of just not being good enough, uh, you know, it, it's it, it's from, I mean, it goes way back. It's real deep. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely, to go back to the reason for this podcast today and the question, what's the deepest part of your story? The deepest part of my story was having so much doubt instilled inside of me from you know being an overweight kid and being made fun of in school a lot by the way teach your kids not to bully other kids like that's one thing that I can that I could say and that if you don't care if you guys hear nothing else and if you never listen to another podcast teach your kids not to bully other kids I feel like we've gotten a lot better about it um but my mother has worked in a middle school for 25 years and um, she still sees it every day. So uh, it's not gone by any means, but I do think parents are, are starting to do a better job to acknowledging it instead of just like brushing it under the rug. But don't uh, teach your kids not to bully because that, that, that has such lasting effects. Um, you know, it's uh, my wife I had some of the similar stuff happen to her that happened to me. And, you know, we still, we're, we're adults. We have our own kids and they're still, we'll have conversations sometimes about the stuff that, that still bothers us. Um, that's how deep it'll, it'll be, it'll be into who you are as a being if, if, if you're put through those things at a young age. So, so, you know, just talk to your kids and, and, and make sure they're not being bullied because it will have a lasting effect. Um, but, uh, that's, that's kind of where it started and it just developed and grew for various reasons. Um, which is why I was, you know, I had so much doubt inside of me that I could ever do anything. Um, you know, bad student, uh, just didn't care about school, like made C's. I mean, I didn't, I will say I didn't really put any effort into it, but, uh, made C's, um, uh, straight through C's and D's really, um, you know, didn't really have anything going for me. Uh, and I, I just, I never believed that I could be more than what I was. So, uh, that's the deepest part of my story. Um, you know, it's, I. I just, I, I never thought I was good enough. And you can you can break that up into so many different ways and, and so on and so on. But, um, you know, that was that was my wall, I guess. That was what I had to get over to, to do anything with myself. Um, so uh, that's my story. That's, that's a part of my story. That's the podcast uh, for today. You know, I encourage anyone that hears that and feels like, hey, I can relate to that or, you know, I've been through those things. Like, hey, just have a little faith, right? Um, I'm not saying go jump on the insurance business train and be a, a contract worker, um, but take whatever that is that you're afraid to do in most situations, um, especially from a professional perspective, whatever it is that you're most afraid to do is exactly what you need to do to move yourself forward. Um, because it will, that, that's what will change you. That's what will teach you. That's what you'll grow from. Uh, so I, I really encourage people to, that are listening to this, that to really take that step and be willing to be vulnerable, be willing to lose, um, be willing to cry, be willing to be mad, be willing to go through all the emotions. Um, you know, talk to your family about it. Uh, if you're married, if you got a spouse, uh, if you got a significant other, whoever it is, you know, tell them. You know, if, if your spouse or significant other truly loves you and you tell them, hey, this is what I have to do to better myself, 
They might give you some resistance because they want to protect you, because they love you. But at the end of the day, um, if it's if it's you know if it's something that you really want and you believe in your heart that you can do it, um, just make a promise to them. Whoa. Uh, uh, sorry, I said giant pothole. Um, make a promise to them. Make a promise to yourself that you'll get it done, um, and you will. You just got to stick to it. So uh, don't be afraid to do it. Don't don't let your mind get in, get in the way. You're 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 smart enough. You're you're good enough. So on and so on. Um, so that's it for today. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I've still got an hour and fifteen minutes to go on my journey to my meeting. So uh, I'm gonna have to probably stop and get some coffee. But that's it.